with the first pick in the 2018 NBA Draft. Edwards with plenty of time. What a crossover and the right-handed finish. On the back from LaMelo. Easy two for Dave Anderson. Anderson quickly inside the Wiseman for the first bucket of the season. Baseline Andy now. Quickness. And one. Welcome to the second episode of the Big Board here at At Large Bid here at 48 Minutes Network. Taylor. What's going on? How are you? I'm great, man. You? Great, man. It's Christmas week. Yes, it is. New Year's is coming up. And it's draft season, I guess-ish. Prospect season. Prospect season. Yeah. Um, so this is our second one of these. We did the first one the week of Thanksgiving. Some new players. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some, some, some stocks rising. Yep. Some stocks falling. Yep. Some injuries. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, we've had some of those play a part. But um, I think I teased on an episode of Shot Callers that this was going to be this like major change. Like, we're going to have – like, it's not. No. So we just we tried to and no. We just, yeah, we looked over it and we're like – um. Okay. Move some around, which is yeah. changes, but it's- we did. Um, and so for those wondering, yes, Obi Toppin has yes. made the board. We will definitely describe him and put him where you can see that. Um, a couple other newcomers we'll talk about. So let's just quit bullshitting. Let's yeah, get right to it. All right. So this time we combined our mega brains, yep. our mega scout brains. I talked to people who are scouts in the NBA and got their two cents. Right. So we got a little play apart here. And again, for those listening for the first time, we don't really have a lot of international players on here because we don't have international. It's not fair. Like I, I yeah, can, we, I'm not going to sit here. I can't give you an honest opinion when I don't watch the second of the Yeah, I, I haven't seen Theo Maladon play. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. Right. Now, if I do see him play, I'll put him on here. Yeah. You know, if he right deserves now, to this, be. Yeah, exactly. So originally, Taylor, at point guard, you and I had Cole Anthony at number one. Yep. Uh, but unfortunately, he has had an injury. Yeah, um, so scope, Microsoft scope in his knees. So. Well, I guess this isn't really fair because we put Lamella Ball at one. Yeah. Lamella Ball is also out right now. Yeah. So, but it seems like his is a little less serious. Yep. Um, than Cole's, which I don't think Cole's is even. No, it's it's serious. a it's, it's a slight meniscus tear. Zion had. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently Zion will never walk again. Yeah. Apparently so. so maybe maybe I am should be worried. But. Yeah. No, I mean, I think LaMelo and Cole were 1A, 1B anyway. So I did too. You know, us putting Melo at 1 and Cole at 2, like, or for me, Cole's 2. Sorry, not to jump if that's what you have. But, yeah, um, yeah, injuries play a part in it. You know, GMs, that's kind of their job is to, they're at the risk. Like, you know, hey, man, this kid's got three, nin- three knee injuries in eight years. Like, all right, like, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I think Cole's proved he's been a pretty dynamic scorer at Carolina. He's had to carry a bad team um, to exactly where they are right now. Melo's been tearing it up in the Australian League, so... Both do things really well. Cole, I mean, Cole. There was a stack. Eighty percent of Cole's jump shots are covered. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to you know look at his shooting numbers are a little bit lower than they were at the beginning of the year. But I mean, when he gets going, he's tough to stop. And in transition, he's I mean, he's money. So, I think yeah. Exactly why I have him number two and Melo the same thing. He kind of does it all. Um, he's flashed that for years. So it's kind of seeing. It's nice seeing him hit reach his potential. So. Yeah, I'm. I have no issues with believing he'll be better than Lonzo. Oh, he is going to be better. Than Lonzo. Yeah. Like, not even close. I mean, he's. The stature is obviously going to play a part. This the passing skill set's unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonzo's definitely a better defender. Yep. Um, but you know, I still think Cole, I know. Like right now, if you look up the stats, Lamelo Ball shooting like 33 percent from three. Mm-hmm. It's still efficient. It's mm-hmm. just not jaw dropping at an NBA level. But I think he's going to get better with that over time. Um, could I see a case where Lamelo Ball is a top three NBA draft pick? No doubt about it. Yeah. 
do I could I see him going to the New York Knicks next year and being the Garden guy with R.J. Barrett? I want that. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, like I want Cole to go there. That would be sweet. Yeah, back home. Yeah, be awesome. That I'm all for that. Hence the whole reason I want the Grizzlies to get James Wiseman. Yeah, he stays in Memphis his whole life basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you know he got paid to go to, I mean, got offered. I mean, someone signed with Memphis helped him. Yes. Right. Someone so. assisted him, who just so happened to be the head coach so of the program. Lamelo one, Cole two. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number three is still Nico Mannion. Okay. He's the best ball handle in the draft. Yep. Simply put, um, he's playing really good right now. You know, he won a game for Arizona at the buzzer a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. You're seeing like that big shot feel coming for him. Oh, yeah. He's not afraid to take it. Like he wants it in his hands, and you know, like plays for others. So. Yeah. I'm going to keep Tyrese Maxey yep. at the point guard spot. Yep. I know he's more or less as a combo. Um, Sam Vicente had him as the number five prospect in the whole draft. I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Um, I do like Maxey a lot. Yep. And if it goes back to what we said last time, I like the big shot feel. I just think that when the ball, when the game's on the line, he wants the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to say about not shying away from that. Right. And then I'm still on Tyrese Halliburton. Same here. He's really boosting his stock right it's like, now it's like a lamello like vibe like he's like he's yeah all point guard he can kind of do it all and he, you can see that he sees the floor really well he's very good defensively um his he had a really good battle for atlantis week where he showed out he's on a pretty bad team so he's kind of carrying them two victories but on the same sense that when they do lose he's not playing very well so yeah you had moved tyrus maxi to the two yeah um so that's the only reason you didn't have him but you had ayo dunsumo as your yep. five he's played really well this week he has life, so yeah. They just beat, uh, who did they beat a couple weeks, a couple of days ago? Someone pretty good. Uh, Illinois beat. Who did they beat? They was at home. <laughs> who did they beat? Mm. Michigan. That's right. Kobe Cockburn clocked that ref and like knocked him out on the court after he was celebrating a dunk. That was awesome. Yeah. As much as I love him, I could not put James Boot Knight in my point guard list. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah. But another year development. No, he could. He's got that vibe so fun. Like a Kimba Shabazz. Like so much yeah. swagger. Yeah. Big fan, big James Boot Night guy. Yep, I'm gonna try to get him on the pod when the UC when the UConn comes to town. Yeah. All right, so my first shakeup: shooting guards. Still at number one for me is Anthony Edwards. Not even, not even a question. Right? Yeah. Still have R.J. Hampton at two, even though he's injured. Yep. But I moved Josh Green up. Right. And I dropped killing. I dropped Scotty Lewis down one. Lewis is having a rough year. As a matter of fact, I dropped. Him off my list. Yeah. As far as my he's top five. Year. I mean, yeah. He's still got potential, but. The athleticism is still jaw dropping. Yeah. But this is kind of my insider intel of talking to people coming in as well. I bumped AJ Lawson in my five. Yeah. Brian Antoine's very close to me, though. Yeah. Um, and then I like Isaiah Joe a lot still, right. too. So I still have. I mean, Scotty Lewis is not my top five anymore. He's my seven ish shooting yeah. guard. Um, I like AJ Lawson a lot, and I really like Brian Antoine. Lawson's a volume scorer; like he can get yeah. the shot off at will, and then he can lead a team. He can carry them throughout the game, which is what he's done for South Carolina this year. Yeah. Do you want me to read yours? Yeah. You? Go ahead. Okay. So you went Edwards, Hampton, Green, yep. like I did. You had Scotty Lewis four, and you had Brian Antoine at five yep. over AJ Lawson. So. So what was your separation between the two? For Lawson and Antoine. Uh, yeah. Um, Antoine. I mean, he's just getting. He's getting. Just cleared a few weeks ago. Um, he was, uh, I mean, the top ten player in the class. He's a really good scorer. You know, Villanova is one of those schools, kind of like a Carolina, where 
it's so much about the team where you know the star player doesn't put up as big as numbers as they do at like Carolina or at, sorry at Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. Like you know where the but he's a he's quick, got a good he can handle the ball, he can score, his pull up jump shots really well, his athleticism's really well. Um, he's playing on a really good team with other players. Like I think he meshes really well, but he's just it's the injury factor. He's like he's got to get healthy, and I think as the year goes on, he's going to have more and more of a role for Villanova as they get closer. So yeah, I agree with that too. Yep. Um, I got to figure out where the hell I'm going to get Jeremiah Robson Earl in here mm-hmm. because he's for sure. Oh yeah, he's he's having really a good. Year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. So I'm sure the next episode we do in January, mm-hmm. Jeremiah Robson Earl will show up on here somewhere. Um, but for now. You know, I just think where that position Robinson Earl plays is so deep in the country. Yep. And, you know, like not to say point guard isn't, because right. point guard certainly is. Yep. But I think it's point guard, I think it's small forward are the two biggest, like, the deepest positions in the yeah. country right now. Can't go wrong. That's why, like, teams, like, playoff teams are going to be salivating to take some of these guys. Yeah, like, like Jordan Awara could end up on the Los Angeles Lakers next geez. year. Like, Please. that'd be awesome. How crazy is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, the Brooklyn Nets or, like, yeah. something like that. Um, so that actually brings us to small forwards. So. I originally had Preston Sachu as my number one. Mm-hmm. I have jumped, bumped Jaden McDaniels to my number one. That's who I have as well. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, watch 10 minutes of a Washington game. He's looking like everything. Yeah. Does everything. Does everything. His motor, like, sometimes he needs like a kick in the ass to get going. Cause Washington's lost a couple games that you're like, what, what are we doing here? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So just, it's lackadaisical, but it's one of those, he's got that one and done mentality. Like these kids don't always buy in. So, but he's, when he's on the court, he's the best player on the court. So. Yeah, agreed, completely agree. Um, so I jumped, I dropped Precious down to two. Yep. I really wanted to put Jordan Wara at two. I think I have Nora. You do. Right? Yep. The only reason I didn't was the age and athleticism. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Jordan Wara's confidence. Mm-hmm. I love his swagger. I love that he beat Michigan yeah. and he goes in the press conference. He says they wanted that smoke and we gave him that smoke. Yeah. I want that from my Own player. It, yeah. Um, his family retweeted me when I put that tweet out that he was my favorite player in college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because I said that, so I went McDaniel's Achua Nuora strictly on age and athleticism. Right, and NFL scouts will, or NFL, Jesus, NBA scouts will do that. I mean, I, I think Jordan Nuora could be a decent safety in the NFL. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Once that smoke, I'll lay anybody <laughs> out. But yeah, no, I mean that is a factor in it. But I think Jordan, like Precious, looks. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. He just Precious looks like an athlete out there, and that, he was so good a, in the Tennessee game. Yep. It was just awesome. Yeah, and he looks like an athlete out there. The fact it, they won that game without James Wiseman, it's amazing. Like, yeah, it, he just he struggles to like. He's not gonna crazy on shot. He's gonna crash. He's gonna miss the shot, crash the board, put back dunk. You know, get a block, take a coast to coast dunk, steal and transition. He's gonna do all that. Where Nora is gonna break you down like like you know break you down and score all over you, take you off the dribble, come off screens. Yeah. Like they're two different players, but I think they both can. They're gonna both have successful careers in the NBA. So. I may have said this before, but I think Noir is going to be this draft class as Eric Pascal. Oh, yeah. He's like, going to be the guy that they keep overlooking and overlooking and overlooking. And he drops like the 20s, and yep. you're like, cool. Yeah. Okay. The Clippers got him, and you're like, fuck. The Clippers got him. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and I have no problem with any of those three. I mean, Yeah. I I think we, we both had Khalil Whitney at four. Yep. And then we both had – He's trying, starting to get it going for Kentucky. Yeah, year, and like so, so – you know, we're obviously recording this before the Ohio State game, so that's really going to jump out to me what he does in that game. And then we have Trenton Watford from LSU as our five as well. Yep. He's um, played really well this year. I have completely dropped one no more out. Yeah, he's having a rough year. I don't understand him. Yep. Like, I think he should be really good. Um, but it's like he's thinking before he's doing it. Like it's like, yeah. oh, I, like his instincts are taking, his instincts are doing it, and he thinks too much. And I mean, off. also this Duke team sucks. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, so. they're not good. All right, so. If you want to get the updates of what we have so far, I went Lamella Ball, Cole Anthony, Nico Mania, Tyrese Haxey, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 
Taylor went Mellow Cool, Maiden Halliburton, and Sumu. I went Anthony Edwards, uh, RJ Hampton, Josh Green, AJ Lawson, Scotty Lewis. Taylor went Edwards, Hampton, Green, Lewis, Brian Antoine. And small forward, I went McDaniels, Achua, Nuora, Whitney Watford. Taylor went Mc, uh, Pr- McDaniels, Nuora, Precious. Did I do that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whitney Watford. Oh. So that brings us to our group of bigs. Yep. I think next episode we're just going to go ahead and do just like bigs in general instead of power forward center. Yep. We're going to start hard, doing wing and guard. and So we're going to get this more and more organized as we do it. Yep. Um, power forwards. Yes, everyone. Obi Toppin is on my list yep. at number two behind Isaiah Stewart. Stewart's been really good for watching. Unreal how good he is. Yep. Another, we talked about this last week's show where it's like, we can make a case for 30 damn teams to win the t- title. Yep. And they're one of them. With McDaniels and Stewart, like, Ed they could Carter, carry that Navier team. Carter, who's yeah. a fucking athletic freak. I mean, these dunks <laughs> he's throwing down are ridiculous. But also, that he has five minutes of basketball. We're like, what is he doing out there? Like, yeah. Why? Like, he's lackadaisical and whatnot. So, Isaiah Stewart's been really good. That's why he's number one for both of us. Obi Toppin watched the Maui Invitational for any further proof why you need to draft him. Um, yeah, I, we, the guy we talked about earlier, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, like I completely forgot about him and I was really high on him coming in. Like, yeah, same. I think he'll slide somewhere four or five for me. I don't know who I have at four or five, but, uh, you had Paul Reed. At yeah. Three. I'll, I'll move Reed to the center and I'll put Robinson Earl there because okay. how good he's been there. So. so here's the thing. You and I both love Jalen Smith from yep. Maryland. We like him a lot, mm-hmm. but we put Obi Toppin above him when Obi Toppin was even on the board last time. Yeah. And I have no issues with that. I think Obi Toppin. The only thing about Obi that really worries me is the fact he's a 21-year-old sophomore. Right. Which means he's got to go now. Yeah. Um, not he ain't going. Well, he's still going to go. But Yeah, like, I mean, Obi Toppin could go to, like, a mid-lottery team. Like, you know, the Phoenix Suns right now are on that teetering line. You put him with Cam Johnson. There's your shooters. Yeah. You know, you have Devin Booker, obviously. So that's the thing. Monty Williams can get the most out of Obi. Mm-hmm. That's a good team to, like, root for at that point. That's, like, your under-the-radar league pass team. Right. So... Stuart Obi, um, I dropped Jalen Smith at three because yep. of that. I agree. And then I went Matthew Hurt yep. at four. Um, I took Tilly off. Yeah, I'll go Jeremiah. I'll go uh, Stuart Toppin, uh, Jalen Smith, Jeremiah Robinson, or Matt Hurt. So I'll add that. Yeah, so JRE is officially on the board for me as well. Yep. Um, I just think that when it comes down to it, he's the best player in Villanova. He's the best pro prospect. Yep. So he does, I mean, the pick and pop game, he can take smaller guys into the post and his footwork's really good. Um, he attacks the offensive rebounding. Like he, he's a really good sh- three point shooter too. Like, I mean, he, he's been there, but like you said, he's been their best player. So in a couple weeks, yeah, they play Xavier. They open the conference. Yeah. I cannot wait for Jeremiah Robson over versus Najee Marshall. That'll be a great game. That game is going to be yeah. awesome. Holy cow. Especially if they get the Najee Marshall that we've seen so far this year. Ooh, like unconscious. I mean that the, yeah. the cross town. I literally like in my recap video. I called it the the Najee Marshall game. It should be because like when you look back in moments, that's gonna be there. Yep. I mean his fast break dunk is gonna be a moment people remember from the oh, cross town. Yeah. So that brings us to centers. Um, I don't think this has really changed too much for me. Um, I did put Paul Reed on there. We didn't yep. have him last time. I took off uh, Kita from Iowa from uh, Utah State. Yep. I'm gonna bump him up more next time. Okay. Um, but for now, I have Wiseman. I have I have Okungwu from USC still. I am so I'm having so much trouble with Vernon Carey because the he Michigan doesn't State like game. He was awesome. He yeah, yeah. He doesn't like playing the five. No. He plays like he doesn't like playing the five. But he's also really good. Yeah, but he's yeah. also awesome. Yeah. 
Um, like buy into it, dude. Just, just one time for me. It just sucks because this is probably the lightest position in the country. Yep. You know, it's like James Wiseman and who else? Yeah. And so, you know, for me, like, I was really close to putting Paul Reed at three over Vernon Carey. But I was like, age, size, skill set. Competition, yeah. Like, yeah, like, competition. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't love what DePaul's doing this year. But, you know, and then, um, so I'm going to put Paul Reed above Charles Basie from Western Kentucky. Only because injuries. Because I mean, the injury is like, it. yeah, for sure. And um, I know you have a... Uh, What's his face from Oregon still on your board? Infali Dante. Who just Dante. Dante. Who's playing in the second half. So. so I'm obviously keeping an eye on him as well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he'll be a guy that we add in a couple games. Oh, for so. sure. So I think, you know, it's just like the center position, it bums me out because it is, like we said, like, and James Wiseman hasn't even tapped to his full potential yet because obviously he hasn't played. Right. But, you know, his last game against Oregon, he wasn't awesome. No. But, like, that Detroit Mercy game, and I know the competition. Yeah, he was crazy he blocked what seven shots yeah that was also the game that he had the lawsuit against the ncaa so he could play right um the first game of the year the first play of the game they run this dunk for him so i asked some people about james wiseman in the nba that i talked to and what they told me was he's really solid but we question his decision making and they're like in his motor yeah they're like it seems like when he gets down that i mean the team Team Penny, he played for, or Team Bluff City Legends on uh, the EYBL. I mean, they they did not make Peach Jam. Like, they always lost. Like, he had 30-35, but they were getting beat by, like, 15, 20 points. Like, so. Have you watched The Harder Way yet on ESPN Plus? Mm -mm. It's good, but it's too short for me. Yeah. Because I want to see Penny yell at people in practice. Right. Um, But that's what's so crazy about this Memphis team is they're really good defensively. They don't even have him yet. So, it's like... What are they going to do in the American like if, if when they play these teams you, that offensively struggle? Right. If somebody drives past them, what are they going to do when they meet Wiseman at the rim? So. And something tells me when he comes back after the suspension, he's going to... Oh, he's going to be on a nuclear tour. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going to scorched earth. He's going to go all over it. So Yeah, because right now it looks like the Warriors are going to have the number one pick. Right? And he's Crazy. the piece they're missing. Yeah. Like, they need a center. Crazy. Yeah. Did Steph will play another game this year? No. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah, they're just going to go and be like, yo, dude, like, enjoy yourself. Take your time off. Yeah. Come back next year when we get Clay back. Yeah. And we're really freaking good again. Yeah. And we're challenging the Lakers and the yeah, Clippers. Clay, Clay and Steph just go and rehab and do what they want. And then they're like, okay, you want to go to the game? No. <laughs> Crazy. Cool, man. But awesome. So that is episode two yeah. of the board. Yep. We can't call it the board room, unfortunately. Thanks a lot, Kevin Durant. Right. Um. So I know we've had some listeners who have talked to me about some of our different guys here. I sent this to a couple NBA teams that I've talked to, so... We're not too far off from what some teams have, actually. Hey. I wonder now with their updates, with yeah. adding JRE, with adding Paul Reed, with adding Obi, where would we be? Yeah. Obi's been impressive. I mean, he's had the be- biggest jump. The Maui bump, obviously, Dayton. Yes. The Maui bump, they're a really good team. But Obi Toppin's, like, put himself in National Player of the Year conversation, so. Yeah, agree. We'll have to see how it takes out. Obviously, like you said, we do this at the end of every month. They're close to the end of it, so a lot of things can happen, so. Yeah, I know Donnie is uh, chopping at the bit to be on this for yeah. the board episode. Right. He was like... The person he was like, I have a different. He's like, I have the wing different from both of you, and he had basically what I just laid out yeah. for my small okay. forwards. But awesome, man! Hey, thanks for doing this with me again. I appreciate yes, it. Um, everyone, I hope you enjoy your. You've enjoyed your holidays with your friends and family, but we'll be back uh, right in time for conference play. <laughs> so, and we also have some guests brewing. Exactly. Who could it be now? Have a good one, everybody. See you.